0: The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh, and a merry heart doth make like medicine. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, here's a brilliant idea. How about a media fast? That would be a good idea. Also, life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we are listeners and sponges versus doers and kingdom builders. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because God knows the desires of my heart. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, that process where the Lord encourages us to rest and to be at peace in him, and then we still scurry about like little mice in a maze. Yeah? Ever do that? Uh Uh-huh. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. Reach out to us. This is a great place to fellowship. It's a great place to share your burdens. It's a great place to share your praise reports. We encourage all of that. And the idea behind it is to just strengthen one another as we see the day of the Lord Jesus Christ and his return getting closer and closer. In the meantime, let's strengthen each other. As you can tell by looking around, we all need it. The way to get in touch with us is to reach out by calling nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero that's one way to get a hold of us. You call 972-445-0770. And when you call 972-445-0770, you're in for a special treat. Because you'll get to talk to Captain Chris. And that's like the first day of a summer vacation. Wow! And then you will be... Whoever's not calling you, they need therapy. It was every I want time. I call myself. Yeah. I mean, that's just unbelievable. Uh also you can text us 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. You don't call that number because the volume's on zero. It's a text number, but you can do it live during the show, 214-210-8483. You can also email us during the show live, David at he that's David that'd be my first name, first of three names David at he mustincrease.org. We'll send you up to the website the reason that we do that. There's a couple of really cool things on the website. Of course there's the brochures, they're free. You, you know if you watch the video, you'll find out we're not asking you to take those brochures and go knocking on doors. I don't want you to do that. What I want you to do is take whatever brochures you think are cool, stick them in your car, stick them with you and then, Wait for an opportunity for the Lord to go right here, right now, share, right there. And that way, it's between you and the Lord. That's the way to go about it. Also, a heads up, I'm just telling you guys now church recovery testimony is coming in the next couple weeks. I'm going to be sharing about the bad church experience I went through. I didn't go through a simple bad church experience. I went through a Jim Jones style church experience that went on for years. So we'll talk about the insanity and that's coming up down the road. And then the last thing is to tell you about money because money is right now something that's very tight for people and we appreciate that. If you are able to give great. If you can't, please pray for us, but we like everybody else are at that like woo. Woo. What do you mean gas is $4.90? Woo. <laughs> and it's like it's more like boo than woo. Anyway, bottom line, if you can give great, if you can't don't worry about it. Check it out, go to hemustincrease.org.
1: Prayer request. hemustincrease.org. Praise report. HeMustIncrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org. HeMustIncrease.org.
0: <laughs> so great! I can listen to that like ten times in a row. It's so sad. I've I've become spoiled. It's true. Uh, Okay, I mean, it's true. All right, Roger again, big shout out to him. He gave me uh, something to read in scripture. It's kind of what we open with, so it was very nice. Good job, buddy. I just want to make sure you heard that. Here's the thing that I want you to be aware of. There is spiritual warfare going on, and we're going to talk about uh, Psalm 21 in a second, but I just want you to make make you aware there is spiritual warfare taking place all over the place. So if you don't mind, I'd like you to join me because we have people in our audience who are traveling, who are going on uh, vacations and stuff. And I just want to say that we want to pray for traveling mercies. If you're sitting there saying, well, is that biblical? Just read Ezra and Nehemiah, and you'll find out it's exceedingly biblical. And we're going to pray that for our audience, for people who are traveling around. So let's do that real fast. Father, we come before you right now. We just worship you and praise you. You are fantastic to us. We are so grateful to be your children. That's number one, Lord. We're just grateful to be your kids. And, Lord, we've got people, brothers and sisters, who are going to be traveling around. They're going to be going either by plane or by, by car, uh, by boat, whatever the case may be. And sometimes travel can be very wearisome. And so we're just asking for traveling mercies, just like Ezra, just like Nehemiah, that you would help these people and let them not get frustrated when things don't go exactly right. And let them get to their destination and find the rest that these, uh, these trips should bring versus stress. Instead of stress being something we carry, let us enter into your rest. We pray for your grace in this and your mercy on our audience. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Are you ready? Here we go. We're going into Psalm 21. Psalm 21 is just so fantastic. And if you think that's good, when we get to Psalm 22, we're going to be there a long time because that's a messianic psalm and we're going to be getting into that piece by piece. But let's hear Psalm 21, starting with verse one. For those that don't know, this is joy in the salvation of the Lord and it's written by David. Here's what verse one of 21 says. The king shall have joy in your strength, O Lord, and in your salvation, how greatly shall he rejoice. You have given him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. Let's just start right here. We could probably do an hour on this, but we won't. In salvation is a joy in and of itself. There are times where you're going through things and it's difficult and it feels difficult. And one of the great things that we have, the hope that we have, it's the hope of salvation. It's the helmet that goes on top of our head, by the way, which means that it should be around our brain in a continual capacity, protecting our minds, because that's what a helmet does. And so the hope is that all of this, as up and down and as Duncan yo-yo as it is, is nothing. Because there's coming this time where the Lord is going to return, He's going to split the sky in two. People from one end of the earth to the other will see it. People are like, "Well, how is He going to do that?" He's God. He created it. I bet He can set up some mirrors. Just a just a thought. But anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is He's going to come. He's going. Everybody's going to see Him. And then, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and creatures of all ages and sizes, it's on. It's not over. It's on. That's when it starts. This is when the great stuff starts from God. This is when there's no more tears and there's no more grief and there's no more pain. And that's the end of it. And it doesn't have to do with relationships and sex or anything. It's just the peace that passes all understanding engulfs our system. And never again shall we be stressed. Oh, man. Don't tell me you don't want that. I find it amazing, and this is one of my arguments. I think you guys understand this, that as a Christian, you know, everybody's complaining about what's going on, and I understand the complaining part, but I want the Lord to come back sooner. I hope it all goes right away so he comes back. Are you kidding? Delay. No delay. Come sooner. Come sooner. Because that is the true hope of the Christian faith. And David starts this psalm off, and he says, The king shall have joy in your strength, O Lord, and in your salvation. How greatly shall he rejoice. We rejoice in the great salvation of God. We're going to be saved from all of this, not just from sin, from the penalty of sin, but from the from the power of sin, which is going on now, and then soon from the presence of sin. There'll be no more issue. It'll be like, that. Thanks. Thank you. Done. And how powerful is that? That is something that generates an ability to endure. In fact, the scripture says that Jesus, because of the hope set before him, endured the cross. It's like, okay, see, so the hope that was set in front of Jesus is what enabled him to go gonna keep going and when you're in a circumstance or a situation or you're in this life cycle and it's just like wow this is really brutal this is really hurting me I'm really affected by this that's the best time to go you know what it is bad it is brutal but you know what in a hundred years I just ain't gonna care because <laughs> I'm gonna spend eternity with God and nothing's gonna change that and it's going to be awesome it's so great I can't even imagine it I cannot wait. Until that moment of rejoicing and joy takes place and we'll be dancing on streets of gold. Just think about that. A picture that God gives us in the scripture to show us that the streets are gold. I mean, it's like, the streets are gold? What do the rest of it look like? Exactly. Exactly the point. That if the streets are gold, how much greater will every other element of that be? That, my friends, that's a hope worth holding on to. A place of rest and a place of joy and a place of peace. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: What is the David Spoon experience?
0: So you know what David did? He asked God again. And how did God answer? He answered him. God didn't go, oh, you asked me twice. <laughs> strike you with lightning. Strike you with lightning. It's like, that's not how this works. So the scripture says in 1 Samuel 23, 4, go check out your Bible. Once again, David inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered him. It's like, go, 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 go do your thing. Go, 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 go. It's okay to inquire more than once, even if there's an answer that you've got, because sometimes we look for reassurance and clarity and for comfort and from eliminating hearing mistakes. We're not trying to irritate God. We're not trying to fight against his will. We're not trying to be uh, disobedient. The Lord knows that. See, I think what happens is we'll do something, it'll be sincere action, then somebody else may hear about it or you mention somebody and the way they interpret it is different than the way God interprets it. When I come before the Lord and he says, go do this, and I come before the Lord again and do one of those, are you sure, (laughs) you know, kind of thing, that's not me trying to be bad. And this is the same kind of thing that happens when you get into the the, the people that, that uh you know, one group in Christianity is like, you know, you can't you can't ask for signs and ask for signs at all because it shows that you either have no faith or you don't believe Jesus is Messiah. Well, first of all, that's not true because God gave signs all the way from Genesis to Revelation. So that's just silly. The other part of that is people asking for signs like Gideon were just like going, okay, I'm just trying not to mess this up. Right. What Jesus rebuked was the people asking for a sign to prove he was the Messiah. That's substantially different than asking God, I I, I just need to know I'm not doing this dumb. Right. I mean, that's why what we do is we kind of pour into these rules and these reasonings. And it's like, you know what? Don't do that. Come before the Lord. Be yourself. You know, you don't have to (laughs) uh, you don't have to posture before God. He already knows. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, I just want you to know I'm not going to look up right now. Now, if you really feel that way, that's fair. But don't do that because you're trying to impress God because he knows you're trying to impress him. So then don't do that. Just tell him what's going on. Share your heart. Share your feelings. One of the things that I see about prayer, and this is a true statement. Some people say, well, people pray to get things changed. Uh, it's maybe better to say that we pray so that God changes us. That might be more accurate so that we get into a surrender or a, a, a yielded position. It's not that you can't have faith, not that you can't pray, but um, what I'm talking about is coming and yielding and going, Just I'm just trying to get the clarity. I want to know what I'm doing is what you want to do. I think it's a, a very important element for people who are seeking wisdom just to be as earnest and honest as possible. If the Lord grants you a sign, the bigger problem about that is most of the time, like for Israel, they didn't believe it anyway. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. That's K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready to open up with our first trivia question. Now get ready. Get your trivia, Bible trivia brain ready. Ready? In which Old Testament book do you find the words, A man can do nothing better than to eat... And drink and find satisfaction in his work. Which Old Testament book contains that information? Okay? All right. Joanne and Cordelia. Bizzing. <laughs> Bizzing. Nice job, ladies. Uh if you think you know the answer, nine seven two-445-0770. Also, you can text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three as well. You can send an email, David, at org. I will forewarn you that our joke later on today in the second half of the third, fourth of the 16th hour is one of the best jokes I have come across. How about that? That's a pretty bold statement, isn't it? It's like one of the best. What do
1: you no, think? No, wait until we hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the arbitrator
0: has spoken. <laughs> so funny. All right, again, uh, if you guys think you know the answer to this question, it's a great trivia question, by the way. In the old which, in, which Old Testament book do you find the words, a man can do nothing better than to eat, drink, and find satisfaction in his work? Here's the only hint I can give you. It's in what we determine is the poetry section of the Old Testament. Okay, there you go. That's kind of a broad... Uh, Uh, Hint-a-rooney. 972-445-0770 is the number to call. Uh, And then don't forget, it's just like your first day of summer vacation when you talk to Captain Chris. 214-210-8483. And then as well, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. I will notify you today that in the last hour, I have received my first statement (laughs) from... The last, the defense class, I got my first thing that, that came, you know, today as I go through, you go through to the the portal, and then they'll say different things. The first thing for the last thing has arisen. And I'm not saying that I'm uh, excited uh, and then I'm nervous at the same time, but I'm totally nervous and excited at the same time. So I said it backwards. And not in the sense that it, whether I'm going to get there or not, just how it goes about, how the approach is. And, You know, I just want it to go good. It's not, you know, uh, you know, I just want them to call me up and say, Hey, Dave, we heard your radio show. Forget it. You don't have to do anything. You're a doctor. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to happen. All right. uh, Somebody ready to answer this trivia question? All right, send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to?
2: Hey, David. This is John. How are you? How
0: are you doing, brother? How are things for you?
2: Well,. Um, my wife just texted a prayer request, okay. you, or sent a prayer request, emailed emailed a prayer request to you about okay. our granddaughter. So, um,
0: what's going on with her? Did you, can you give Can you give well, us a summation? you know,
2: a year ago Mother's Day, she had came down with leukemia, and so um, she, she was on treatment for now a year, a little over a year, and now she's had a relapse, so she's in the hospital. And uh, so, it really concerning yeah. my son and you know daughter in law and
0: and all. So that's your that's your granddaughter Nola, right? Yes. Okay. No. Yeah.
2: Exactly. All yeah.
0: Right. All so, right. um, well, we want to pray, I and mean, we want to pull everybody's faith together on this, and believe that God will intervene. And uh, it's not that the doctors can't do a good job; doctors do a great job. But we, we need yeah. the Lord's help in this. So. Let's, right. do, let's do that. Let's, let's pray okay. first. So let's, go, let's go to it. All right. Father, we come before you right now in the precious name of Jesus, and we love you and we worship you and we thank you, and we pray for John's granddaughter. It's a tough situation just because, Lord, she's six, and it's like, come on, it's so hard. And so what we're asking for, and I know this from the grandparent point of view, we're mm-hmm. asking for your gracious gift of healing to enter into her body. We understand that doctors will do the best we can. We pray you bless and guide them and give them that wisdom, but move beyond them by the power of the Holy Spirit and touch her body so that she can be freer than she is from this disease. And in the name of Jesus, that you would heal her and touch her and that John would have a testimony for years to come about the glory and the grace and the mercy of God that's come forward out of this. We pray for your help. We surrender it to you, but we stand in faith in high expectation. Please, in your mercy, help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Yeah,
2: thank you. And uh, the answer is? (laughs) oh. Oh, yeah, oh,
0: yeah, you want to do the trivia? I knew there was something else. Wow. Right? Yeah. I know there's something to do, right? Okay. Uh, Old Testament book where you find the words, a man can do nothing better than to eat, drink, and find satisfaction in his work.
2: That's in Ecclesiastes. That is
0: correct, sir. Yeah. It is Ecclesiastes. And. That's one of the few books where you, you, you're reading it and you're thinking he's 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 feeling up. No wait, he's feeling down. No wait, right. he's feeling like I don't know what he's feeling right now because yeah. he just goes up and down and up and down. It's like man, that guy needs a consistent diet because this, <laughs> this guy is this guy's all over the place. That's right.
2: Yeah, I, I thought that you know he was saying all those other things and then he says that and I thought oh okay well. <laughs> Exactly. Like, Keep working.
0: I guess. Exactly. I mean, who opens a book going, you know what? Everything's just a waste of time. Just forget it.
2: Yeah, right. And then he says that. So, I mean,
0: well, there you, there you go. Excellent job.
2: Uh, that's like, maybe that's why I remembered it. It's just so contrary or it's just so out of the, you know, pokes out at you, I guess, or
0: something. Yeah. Jumps out at you. It's bizarre. I mean, there's no question. You just read it, and you go, is this the same guy? Is this (laughs)
1: (laughs) – Talking about dead dogs and lions and stuff, and it's like, what's going on? (laughs) So
2: I thought I'd just call in, and uh, I got to go to work in about uh, an hour, so I thought I better – well, we're going well, to you know, we're so going
0: to keep praying you. for Nola and then you tell us, you, you post us. Don't hesitate to reach out either by phone or by text cuz you can text me after hours same number and you yeah. can just you can just oh, okay. uh, you know like the 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 text number. So the text number you can do it during the show or after the show. Uh you, all can't, right. you can not okay. and okay. we'll keep praying yeah. and you keep telling us what's going on and we won't stop standing in the gap with you.
2: Thank you, David. All, all right. right.
0: Thank all of you. All right. God okay. bless Talk you, to you. later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, so you be praying. Now that's for the audience. So now I want you just to, as an audience, okay, as the people that are the people of God. Now I want you to, I want you to love on that family. Love on John. Love on John's wife. Love on Nola, their granddaughter, by carrying that burden with them. That's exactly how you do it. It's like you don't just go, oh, boy, I hope that turns out okay. That is not carrying the burden. You go in prayer. And it's not just prayer like, okay, well, I got my scheduled prayer time. Hey, you know, somewhere in your entire schedule of 24 hours, which gives you, you know, 60 minutes 24 times, you can probably offer up a one-minute prayer. And it's okay. You, you carry that burden. You you weight that with him. You hold that with him. And we hope and pray for the grace of God to prevail. She's six years old. Come on. So you make that a petition. You bring it before the Lord. See, this is what this is what this is what the faith is about. This is what Jesus was talking about. We love another well love one another in such a way that people are like, you know, Oh, what's troubling you? Oh, a friend of mine who I heard on the radio, his daughter's going through this. I'm carrying that burden. I, that's how you do it, but you don't. You know you don't let it overwhelm you. You help him carry it. That's how you do it. Okay. All right. I still have to finish this one little portion of text. Where we're never gonna. I'm never gonna finish this uh, psalm ever. Uh, and this isn't even the long psalm, so don't worry about it. Uh, the one thing I do want to point out is in verse two, King David said, "You have given him the desire. Your, his desires heart not withheld the request of his lips." So right now, uh, like in John's life and in their life, the, the desire for their heart is for their granddaughter to be healed. It's really important to understand that God knows better than you do and better than I do what the desires of our heart really is. He knows—listen to what I'm going to say to you. This is super important because you're a human being. God is divine, and you you are human but made in the image and likeness of God. Only God knows what it will really take in your life to bring about happiness. I mean, I know that sounds, what do you mean? Only the Lord. We guess, we try to fill things in our lives with what we think will bring happiness, which might be making uh, money, or having a relationship, you know, having children, or, you know, some people it's doing drugs, having sex, doing all these kind of things. We only think that will do it. Only the Lord knows for each one of us what will truly work and be fulfilling for us as a heart's desire. That's why we turn to him and look to him for all those answers, okay? Don't you forget, please, don't forget, be praying for Nola. John's a great guy. We love him. We want the blessing of the Lord upon his life in this. All right, we're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAM 770 the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most
1: of my life, it feels like i running. Running and running and running. Hello! Captain Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show, and we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too! The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, But Chris, don't I need to be perfect? (laughs) No! Just go to hemustincrease.org, that's hemustincrease.org, click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form, and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, So you may appeal to a higher power. What is the David Spoon Experience?
0: Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God, for you and I, God provided his own burnt offering for his own lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon. And I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian.